This video is brought to you by Brilliant. Today, Iran is hit by a major bomb attack. Much awaited Jeffrey Epstein court documents are unsealed, and Russia and Ukraine announced their largest prisoner swap since the start of the war. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday, the 4th of January, 2024. Iran was hit by two back-to-back -back bomb attacks on Wednesday that killed at least 84 people and injured more than 200 during a memorial for former top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani, who was assassinated by the United States exactly four years ago. The Iranian government condemned what it described as a terrorist act in the city of Kerman and vowed a harsh response against whoever was behind the attack. Officials say two bombs were left in bags along the route to the cemetery in Kerman, that is home to General Soleimani's grave. On Wednesday, the fourth anniversary of his assassination, long lines formed as people sought to commemorate the day. The first explosion went off around 700 metres from the grave, then 20 or so minutes later the second explosion went off about one kilometre away, with the second causing the most casualties, as civilians and emergency responders rushed to the initial scene. An initial death toll of 103 was revised down to at least 84, which would still make it the deadliest terror attack in Iran since the 1979 revolution. So, do we actually know who was behind the attack? Well, no group has claimed responsibility, and Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khomeini didn't name a possible suspect, while Iranian President Ebrahim Raisi vowed to pursue and identify the perpetrators. In contrast, the leader of Iran's Quds Force, formerly led by General Soleimani, blamed the attacks on the quote, agents of the Zionist regime, meaning Israel, and the United States. The US has denied any involvement and has said it had no reason to believe that Israel was behind it either. It's worth pointing out that Israel has gone after Iranian targets before, but Wednesday's mass casualty bombings do not fit with Israel's usual tactics of targeted killings or cyber attacks against individuals and facilities. Additionally, Shiite-majority Iran has over the years been hit by bombings and other attacks carried out by Sunni extremist groups like ISIS and its affiliates. A senior US official said Wednesday's attack was the type of thing we've seen ISIS do in the past, and added that that was the US's going assumption at the moment. Nevertheless, Wednesday's attack comes at a particularly volatile time for the region, with fears that the war in Gaza will spill further across the Middle East. Hamas's deputy leader was killed by a suspected Israeli drone strike in the Lebanese capital Beirut earlier this week. And just over a week before that, Israel was accused of striking and killing a senior Iranian military advisor in Syria. Meanwhile, Iran-backed groups have been attacking Israeli and US positions, and the Iran-backed Houthis have been attacking international shipping in the Red Sea. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Overnight, hundreds of pages of highly anticipated court documents were unsealed, related to the late convicted sex offender and financier Jeffrey Epstein. The documents were filed as part of the lawsuit by Epstein accuser Virginia Giffray against Epstein's friend Ghislaine Maxwell, who was sentenced last year to 20 years in prison for child sex trafficking. 
Many had been highly anticipating the release of the documents, which include more than 150 previously redacted names of celebrities, politicians and other influential people. But the documents haven't actually revealed a whole lot we didn't already know. For example, former US President Bill Clinton and Donald Trump are named in the documents, but it's already well known that both had dealings with Epstein, and the documents don't include any accusations of illegality against them. Although an unsealed testimony from one of Epstein's accusers reveals that she testified that Epstein once told her that Bill Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. Prince Andrew also comes up in the documents, including in a testimony by a witness who alleged that he put his hand on her breast in 2001, though this is an accusation that had previously been reported on and denied by Prince Andrew. Additionally, other names in the documents, for example Michael Jackson, are simply people who were named as guests at Epstein's properties or at events, with no suggestions of any wrongdoing. Other names like George Lucas, Al Gore, Naomi Campbell and others only come up because a witness testified that she did not meet them or see them. Over to Myanmar now, where the ruling military junta has said it will release nearly 10,000 prisoners today to mark the country's Independence Day. According to state media, 9,652 prisoners, including 114 foreigners, will be granted amnesty, with foreign nationals returned to their country of origin on humanitarian grounds. Today, friends and family of detainees in the insane prison in Myanmar's capital Yangon have gathered to await their release, which takes place on the anniversary of its declaration of independence on the 4th of January 1948. The country was freed from British colonial rule after a long struggle led by General Aung San, whose daughter, the civilian leader Aung San Suu Kyi, remains in jail charged with a string of offences from incitement to corruption, which she denies. While Myanmar has released prisoners en masse before, typically to mark national holidays or Buddhist festivals, data suggests that political prisoners only make up a small fraction of those released. Last year, for example, the military junta released 7,000 people, but only 300 or so were political prisoners. Since the coup back in 2021, nearly 26,000 people have been arrested in total, with 20,000 currently still in jail. The release is also taking place as Myanmar's military junta struggles to hold on to power. The junta faced a string of defeats in the final few weeks of last year, with many political analysts suggesting it was close to total collapse. In other news, yesterday Ukraine and Russia conducted their largest prisoner swap since the war began in February 2022. Russia and Ukraine have frequently engaged in prisoner exchanges, and according to Ukraine's human rights ombudsman, this was the 49th prisoner exchange during the war. However, the last release of prisoners of war was nearly five months ago. The new agreement saw Ukraine release 248 prisoners and Russia 230, something that will surely come as a great relief for Ukrainians and Russians alike. Among the released Ukrainian soldiers were those who fought in milestone battles such as Snake Island, a symbol of Ukrainian resistance, and in the city of Mariupol. President Volodymyr Zelensky said it was a truly great day for Ukraine and pushed Ukrainian soldiers on the front line to take more Russian prisoners captive. He argued the more Russians we capture, the more effective the negotiations regarding swaps will be. The head of Ukraine's HUR military intelligence agency singled out the UAE as playing a direct role in this difficult prisoner swap. 
The UAE, which managed to develop positive relations with both Ukraine and Russia, acted as a mediator for the swap. Furthermore, the UAE offered both further humanitarian efforts and encouraged a peaceful solution to the war. We end with an uplifting story from New Zealand, where a man was rescued from the sea thanks to the reflection from his watch. The man fell overboard while on a solo fishing trip off the coast of New Zealand and spent nearly 24 hours at sea, having been dragged away by the currents. He said at one point a shark came to have a sniff of him, but eventually left, and he was finally rescued by fishermen who spotted the reflection from his watch. As we step into 2024, many of us are contemplating our New Year's resolutions, always looking to improve ourselves and learn more about the world around us. And while our content is always a good starting point, a lot of stuff we talk about can seem pretty complicated, especially when we dive into analytics and detailed data. But luckily there's a fun and easy way to learn more, which also doesn't cost thousands of dollars or take years and years of schooling. That's because Brilliant is the best way to learn maths, data science and computer science interactively. And the good thing is, it doesn't take long to learn either. These complex topics are broken down into small but accessible chunks, designed around your busy schedule. Even just a few minutes a day can help you with accumulating new knowledge over time in a fun and engaging way. As time goes on, you'll also get used to that empowering feeling of learning too. Because Brilliant isn't just about memorization and lectures. Brilliant teaches you by doing, using active learning techniques to teach you the principles behind otherwise quite complex subjects, and ensuring you actually understand what's going on. So whether you want to brush up on your basic math skills, improve your employment prospects, or just have another New Year's resolution for 2024, you can check out everything Brilliant has to offer free for a full 30 days by going to brilliant.org forward slash TLDR. Plus, the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Thanks for your support.